Welcome. And now the moment we've all been waiting for. Time for the word. For the word of God is living and active. Sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Ministering today is our regional pastor, anointed woman of God, an author, a church planter, visionary leader. God has planted a word for you in her heart. Now let's sit back. Remove all distractions. Tune in. And be ready to receive the word which will change your life for good. With excitement, let's make welcome. Pastor for Neil Berlana. Good morning, everyone, and um, welcome to another Sunday service. Indeed, God has been merciful to us. Um, here we are. We are still standing. His grace, his mercy, his compassion, his faithfulness has kept us even up to this moment. And I just want to bless the name of the Lord for you as you uh, are under the sound of my voice today that God has been faithful in your life and in my life. And um, last week, by his special grace, we celebrated Easter, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And we talked extensively about the sacrifice that Christ had for us on the cross of Calvary. I'm going to be looking into um, Jesus being the answer for every question that we may have. If we will just bow down our heads in prayer before we go into God's word this morning. Father, we just want to say thank you. We want to bless your holy name that we are standing and that we are alive today is a testimony of your faithfulness, a testimony of your kindness, a testimony of your goodness. We want to say we are grateful, Father, we know that it's not because of anything that we have done right. We know it's not because we are in any way better than other people. But for one reason or the other, it has pleased you, Lord, to be merciful to us and to deliver us from the snares of the devil. And so, Father, we just want to say thank you. We pray, O oh God, that you will speak to our hearts today. We want to hear from you. We want to hear, Lord God, from you. Because your word we know will infuse us with strength. Your word we know will infuse us with power. Your word will infuse us with courage. Your word will give us, Lord, that, that incentive that we need to continue to move forward. Holy Spirit, breathe on us. Let the word of God come alive in us. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen and amen. So I said that today we'll be looking at, we just want to simplify it all today. Let's just break it down and let's simplify it. 
when we look around us, what is it that will answer for every challenge and every problem that you and I may have, every, every confusion, every, anything whatsoever that we may want to ask a question about. So today's message is simply titled, Jesus is the answer. I know that um, there's a song that we used to sing many years ago um, where we say Jesus is the answer for the world today. Apart from him, there's no other, there's no other way. Jesus is the only answer and he is the answer today. In Romans 10 verse 13, the Bible says to us, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It means that today, if you will call on the name of the Lord, no matter who you are, no matter the situation, no matter how long it has been, no matter how challenging it may appear, if you call on the name of the Lord Jesus today, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord, and the Lord we are referring to is the Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone who calls on his name will be saved. We may also use the word will be delivered. I, I, I saw a little um, write-up somewhere. Somebody said, there's a cure for anxiety. There's a cure for hopelessness. There's a cure for worry insecurity, loneliness, fear, and it's not found in a pill. It's found in one man alone. And that one man alone is Jesus. Whether it's anxiety, hopelessness, worry, insecurity, loneliness, fear, the cure for it is not in a pill. The cure for it is in the Lord Jesus. And remember, Romans 10, 13 says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jeremiah 33, verse 3 says, call to me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. So in a season like this, when we are all asking questions, he says, ask me. He says, call me, I will answer. Ask me, I will show you things that you do not know. Believe me, in a season like this, we are faced with some, some things that defy our, our human understanding. Every one of us thinks that we have, well, we are guessing. We are trying to come up with one answer or the other. And the Lord says to us, he says, ask me ask me call on me says i will show you great things mighty things which you do not know the secret things belong to god if we ask him he will show us some of those secret things remember today i'm talking to us about the answer and his name is jesus if you declare with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone on the name of the Lord 
will be saved. If you, if you are scared today, if you are afraid today, if you are confused to do today, if death is staring you in the face right now, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That should give you peace. God's peace. John 14, John 14, verse 26 says to 27, I will just read 27 alone. Peace I leave with you. Mine, and this is Jesus speaking, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Don't let your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Do not, do not, do not, do not allow your heart to be troubled and do not be afraid. He says, I'm giving you my peace. I leave my peace with you. Not the kind of peace that the world gives. What peace is Jesus talking about? He's talking about God's peace. It's a supernatural peace. It's a calming peace. It's an embracing peace. It's an enveloping and effective peace. God's peace, it's supernatural. You cannot explain it. That's the kind of peace he's giving to us in a season like this. We need to be at peace. He says to us, do not be afraid. Because everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And I will give you my peace. Therefore, don't let your heart be troubled. Some of us are having palpitations. Some of us are having nightmares. Some of us are having raised blood pressures. He says to us, there is supernatural peace. I'm giving you peace. The kind of peace that when you hear a news that is alarming, that should, that, that, that should make you fearful, the peace of God just comes supernaturally and envelopes you and embraces you and calms you down. Be at peace. I want to say to us that we have, we have boundary lines around us. The blood of Jesus providing us divine protection. Demarcating. There are some things that will carry other people away. But when we stand firm in the, in the love of Christ Jesus, we will be preserved because of the boundary line of protection drawn around us. The blood line. The blood of Jesus is a boundary line. When you stay within that, 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 that boundary, you are preserved and you are kept. Boundary lines of, of divine blood. We are not talking about the blood of animals. We are talking about divine blood shed at Calvary. And when you belong to Jesus, God is partial to you. I encourage you to go and listen to all the messages that you, know, you have heard 
on this platform for the last five to six weeks. When you are, when you love Jesus and you are walking with Jesus, God is partial to you. Some people may not like that, that God is partial. Yes, he is. I'm partial to my children. Aren't you partial to your children? If you are a child of God, God is partial to you. If you know a child of God who loves God and is walking with God, God will be partial to them. In Exodus 8.22, Exodus 8.22, the Bible says, the Lord said, on that day I will give special treatment to the land of Goshen where my people live. That's God speaking. He said, I will, I will be partial. I will give special treatment. If you are a child of God listening to me today, expect special treatment from God. Don't, don't expect what happens to other people to happen to you. He said, I will give special treatment. He said, my people live. No swan. My people live. No swarm of flies will be found there. In this way, you will know that I, the Lord, am in the land. How will we know that God is in the land? Because when God is with us, the things that destroy other people do not destroy us. I know some people may not be happy with that. God should love everybody. Oh, yes, he does. He loves everybody. So when God says, I will give special treatment to my children, why is anybody upset about that? If he said, surrender your life to me, and someone says no, why should he go out of his way to be special to that person when there's someone who said yes to him? Exodus 9 verse 4. The Lord says again, the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of Egypt. So God makes a distinction between his children and those who are not his children. He gives special treatment to those who are his children over and above those who are not his children. So there's a demarcation. So if you are a child of God under the sound of my voice, I want you to make up your mind that you are not going to expect what happens to other people who are not in love with Jesus to happen to you. On that day, on this day, God will give special treatment to his children. He will give special treatment to me. Go ahead and bow your head and say to the Lord, Lord, I am yours. Your word says you will give me special treatment. If you read Exodus, you will see the story of all the plagues that came on the land of Egypt. And we are told that for everyone in the land of Goshen, none of it affected them. The children of Israel understood covenant. Covenant works. 
if you have surrendered your life to Jesus, you love the Lord, covenants will work for you. I've had so many testimonies in the church of people who have been healed even during this period of this, or, 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 of this virus. We read one two weeks ago, the entire family said, I, we was, I was as sick as a dog. Healed. There were some testimonies I wanted sent in today so I could share with you. Hopefully by next week we'll have them. The covenant works. It's working now. It's working for some people that you know. Many of us on the front lines, we are afraid when we go to work. We are afraid of infection. Hebrews 10 verse 9. Hebrews 10 verse 19. Hebrews 10 verse 19. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Remember Psalm 91 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. A few weeks ago, I, I dealt with this scripture extensively. I, I taught us about the Most High, higher than everything. So high that nobody can reach where he is. No devil, no sickness, no disease, no evil, no darkness can reach where he is. He is the highest, the most high. And then I talked to us about his secret place. That is double security. If you are, in, if you are where the most high is, where nothing, nobody, no power can reach. And even in that high place, he's still keeping you in his secret place. <laughs> what can touch you there? So coming back to Hebrews 10. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest. <laughs> the holiest of the most high. In his secret place the holiest that touches on God himself. We as Christians bought by the blood of Jesus we have boldness. We are not timid. We are not timid. We have legal rights to enter into the holiest place by the blood of Jesus by a new and living way which he consecrated for us he consecrated that way for us through the veil that is his flesh <laughs> you remember when Jesus hung at, on the cross of Calvary we are told that the veil that covered the holiest of holies in the temple was torn in two, giving us access. So when you go to your place of work as an essential service provider, fear no infection. 
Because when you are going in there, you are entering in there, having entered into the holiest of holies by the blood of Jesus in the secret place of the Most High. <laughs> you are covered. You are covered. What destroys other people will not destroy you. You are covered. When you go in there, you bring up the covenant. The covenant works. You say, hey, Lord. Hey, Abba. Abba, Father. Here I am, your daughter, your son. I'm entering into the holiest by the blood of Jesus in the secret place of the Most High. I will not be destroyed. No fear of infection. Because when you go inside the holiest by the blood of Jesus, you enter in, you run there, you hide in there. You run in there, you hide in there. And he hides you. Jesus is the answer. Get into the covenant with Jesus. Many of us are terrified right now. Terrified, terror induced due to isolations and feeling of being trapped. I looked, I, I saw a funny photograph online. People who um, were rioting or who have um, not, not rioting they were uh, protesting I don't remember what city that was and saying they wanted to go out they should lift the, 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 the ban and somebody <laughs> took an interesting photograph of their faces pressed against the wall or the glass and wrote there that they looked like zombies. I had a good laugh. You are being asked to stay in. The Bible says to us, it says, come my people. Hide in here until this storm passes. And you say, no, we want to be out in the storm. Terror induced Due to isolation and feelings of being trapped. People feel trapped. People feel isolated. People, people are tired of their own company. They are not at peace with themselves, so they, they, they can't stay with themselves. They just have to be out. Busy, 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 busy. But many people are terrified. They are afraid. You are afraid because you can't see. If you are a child of God, the reason why you are afraid is because you can't see. There's somebody like you. His name is Gehazi. The king of Syria sent an army to arrest Elisha. Elisha was, <laughs> he was feeling cool with himself. Just sitting on top of the mountain somewhere. This army came and Elisha was on the top of the mountain, looked down at them and continued his business as if they did not exist. 
His servant said, Master, Master, look at the army that has come to arrest us. Elisha didn't answer him. The master said, last mile, my master, what are we going to do? In essence, we are done for. When he would not stop bothering Elisha, Elisha said, don't fear. Do you, do you see me afraid? I'm not afraid. He said, don't fear the people who are with us are more than those who are with them. The man still wouldn't stop bothering Elisha. Finally, Elisha said, Lord, open his eyes. Open Gehazi's eyes so that Gehazi might see. And when the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around Elisha. You are afraid because you cannot see. Chariots of fire surround you. The blood of Jesus surrounds you. Do not allow the devil to terrify you and terrorize you. The Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around Elisha. You are afraid because you can't see. Because you can't see does not mean that you are not protected. Hallelujah. The fact that Gehazi could not see did not mean that he was not protected. You may not see anything. But God is faithful. The covenant works. Jesus is the answer. He protects you. Some of us are afraid to die. We are afraid of death. Every time the devil is coming to us. You are going to die. You are going to die. Before coronavirus ever came, he had already been telling us that we were going to die. So now coronavirus has come, he's telling, he, he now has something else to use to terrify us that he will use to kill us. Ha! Last Sunday we celebrated Easter. Revelations 1 verse 18. Jesus said, I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forever. And the keys of hate and death are in my hands. The devil doesn't have the key of death to kill you. The keys of death, if you are a child of God, is in the hands of Jesus. He collected it the day he rose from the dead. He took it from the devil. Took it with him to heaven. In the secret place of the Most High, where you are. <laughs> I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forever. And I have the keys of hate and death. If you are under the sound of my voice and you are a child of God, he cannot kill you. And some of us are anxious. Financial lack. We are all alone. We can't make ends meet. 
It was difficult before this crisis came. Now this crisis has come. We've lost our job. Our hours have been reduced. We are still working. We don't know how long our job will last. Matthew 6 verse 25. Matthew 6 verse 25. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Don't worry. God knows. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. God will meet your need. It may be hard. It may be difficult. But you will come through. And while I'm on that, I want to just say a big thank you to the church for all that you are doing, helping each other. I'm having testimonies. People are saying, was, um, a member called me, a member dropped food for me, a member sent me money. Thank you. Thank you for caring one for the other. And if you know anyone that is in need in the church, please let us know. And I want you to know that your church is also working. We are still give, helping people. We are still giving out food for, for uh, the, the, the harvest program we do. We are still giving out food. Last week, there were staff members who went and gave out food to the community like we always do. We are still feeding the homeless. We are planning to take care of our, of our first responders. We've already started talking to them. What do you want us to do? Thank you, church. You are an amazing bunch. And God will bless you in the name of Jesus. And as I begin to round up, because Jesus is the, is the answer, when we have leaders who do not know Jesus, when we have governments made up of people who do not know Jesus, there will be bad decisions made. There will be decisions made that will impact us. Sometimes I'm sitting and listening to the news from this country and other countries, and I am horrified at what I am hearing, at what leaders are doing or not doing. It behoves us to pray. We must pray. Horrified at bad decisions of leaders that are impacting our life. Believe me, we cannot afford to sit. We must begin to pray seriously. The Bible says to us, I urge you then, first of all, petitions, prayers, intercessions be made for our people, for kings, for leaders, and all those in authority that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. If we do not pray for them, they have the, the decisions they make will impact us and may destroy us. Please let's begin to pray and intercede that God will take a hold of them and lose them from the hand of the devil 
and take them out of the influence of the devil. Let us pray so that they do not destroy us. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Like building blocks, let's begin to build an impenetrable wall of protection. Use the word of God to build blocks around your mind. The more scripture that you know that pertain to you, the better protected you are. Read scripture aloud. Listen to scripture. Build an invisible, impenetrable wall around you. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God the peace of God, the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Build an impenetrable wall of peace around your heart. Finally, I want you to know there's a divine cover over you. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, it will not come near you. You have made the Lord who is your refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. That is your home address. The most high is your home address. No evil shall befall you, neither will any plague come near your dwelling. A thousand before. 10,000 may fall at your right hand. It will not come near you. I say it will not come near you. You may be having symptoms in your body right now as you listen to me. The healing power of the almighty God begins to flow through you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Your body may be ravaged with pain Right now, I speak the peace of God to you. From the crown of your head, it's running through you like cool water right now. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, that is the anointing power of the Holy Spirit, bringing healing to you. Receive healing in Jesus' name. No evil will befall you. Jesus is the answer. If you are under the sound of my voice right now and you do not know what to do, Jesus is the answer. Just invite him into your life right now. Surrender your life to him. Confess your sin. Repent of your sin. Sin is attractive. Sin is sweet, but sin destroys. If you will let go of that sin right now, I want to pray with you. You are saying sin? No more. Jesus is the answer. I want the answer in my life. I want Jesus in my life. I'm letting go of sin. I'm repenting of sin. I want to pray with you. Wherever you are, look on the screen. You can signify that you want to give your life to Jesus. 
send us your email address, your phone number. Just fill out the form coming up on your screen right now. If you will bow your head, I want to pray with you. Jesus, I've been told that you are the answer. I'm coming to you right now. I confess my sins. I'm repenting of my sins. Please forgive me. I surrender my life to you. I want you to come into my heart and become my Lord and Savior from this moment. Lord, please accept me as yours. Come into my heart. I receive you now as my Lord and my personal Savior. Amen. Let me pray for you. Lord, I pray for those who are giving their lives right now, who are repenting of their sins who are asking Jesus into their hearts. Lord, you have said when they ask, you said you will answer. I pray you will make them yours now. That Jesus, you will enter into their hearts and they will become yours. That their sins will be forgiven. Be the answer in their life, Lord. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. I don't know what your need is today, but I want to pray with you. If it is fear, if it is lack, if it is healing, I'm just going to give you a minute to talk to the Lord. He said, call on me and I will answer. Call on him now. I'll give you a minute, whatever it is. Call on him right now. And he will answer you. I will pray with you in another minute. Just tell him what it is. He can hear you. He can hear you. He can hear you. He is the answer. And so Lord I pray for everyone who is calling on you right now. Whatever may be that need in their life. You, you are the one who said call on me. You said you will answer. Lord, answer them. Answer every cry today, O oh God. Touch everyone under the sound of my voice. That person who is saying my situation is an impossible situation. Lord, show them that for with God nothing is impossible. Visit that person right now in the name of Jesus. There's someone there you are saying, oh, if only somebody could lay hands on me. If you will just stretch out your hand. Lord, I pray for that person. I pray for everyone sick under the sound of my voice. As they stretch out their hand, Lord, let your healing power begin to flow. That person who is as good as dead right now. I speak God's healing power into you. Resurrection power. Receive life and live. Don't die. In the name of Jesus. Lord we bless you.
And so, Heavenly Father, as we close out today's service, we are indeed grateful for all that you have done. We lift up, Lord God, our leaders, our government to you. We ask, O oh God of heaven, that in those halls of power, <clears throat> in those halls of influence, that Jesus will begin to walk through them with his wisdom and understanding. We ask, Lord, that you will seize the reins of the hearts, Lord, of our leaders, whether they be the executive or the judiciary or the legislature, Lord, that you will seize the reins of their hearts. We ask, O oh God of heaven, that they will lead us in godly fear. Have mercy, Lord God, upon our nations and take them over for your kingdom. And Lord, I pray for us as we all step into a new week, all those who will be working, please go with them and keep them and protect them. Every one of us, oh God, Lord, as we shelter in your secret place, we know we are secure. We know we are safe. We know we are delivered. And we are grateful. Lord, we thank you. Let your hand rest upon our children, our little ones. Father, carry them through this period. Some of them can't even articulate what they are going through. But Father, you know. Lord, we thank you. And we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's share the grace and fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God, the sweet love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Amen and amen. The Word is already working in you. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more messages and information about the church, please visit us at www.rccglivingspring.org.